This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Thank you for joining me today here on Quiet Moments as we continue our series from last time looking at what is truth. And today we're going to be looking at particularly the idea of false ways to find the truth. We're going to look at three things today for our time together. And the first is approaching the Bible in the incorrect manner. In Romans chapter one, or excuse me, Romans chapter eight, in verse one, the King James says, "There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit." We think about this idea. There are those who would go to this verse and say, "See, there's no, there's now no condemnation to someone who has put on Christ." But if you look at the context, we realize that this is a conclusion to what has been argued throughout the entire section here around Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. Because if you're familiar with the book of Romans, you'll find that the majority of it, if you have read it through and keep things in context, that is, looking at what it's actually talking about, you'll find that the majority of Romans is dealing with those who are, who are being told they are, they are to keep the old law, specifically circumcision. And so as you get to Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, we find this is actually a conclusion to a section that has been discussing that very thing. In Christ, one is free from the old law, and he does not stand in condemnation because he's no longer under the old law. So far as the Christian goes, we could say that he has been forgiven because he has obeyed the truth, he has obeyed the gospel. And he is free from the condemnation that once was upon him when he was not a Christian. We may say that a man, as one commentary gives an example, or one commentary gives an example, he says, one may say that a man has spotted a tornado and run into a place of safety, but yet he is not free of danger. This does not mean he is guaranteed to be safe in the future. He may be free from danger at that particular time, but he's not free from danger in the future, right? In Christ, condemnation can be avoided if we are doing that which is good and pleasing in the sight of God. There is nothing here that would indicate that we are free from our own personal responsibility. And that is that when we sin, that we are to make those things right before God. Now we think about this idea in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to, which, to them which are in Christ Jesus. You walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Those who are doing God's will, those who, who are following his commands, there is no condemnation in the sense that when we are those who fall short, we make it right. To pull this verse out of context, which is what people do today so many times, to make it to say that once you have obeyed the gospel, there's, there's now therefore no condemnation upon you, that is false. And we know this because as we look in the New Testament, we look in the gospel accounts, we look in... Uh, the, le- the letters following the gospel accounts, all those writings, we find numerous examples of those who had fallen away. Friends, if you are, if there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ, then that would indicate, in the sense that many people are implying, that would indicate you can't fall away. So we cannot approach the Bible in the wrong manner. We cannot pull verses out of context to make them seem to say what they do not. Another Another uh, false way to find the truth is approaching truth with the wrong with the wrong heart and with the wrong attitude. If you look at Matthew chapter nineteen, 
looking at Matthew chapter 19, you'll know this section probably, probably very well as this deals with the topic of marriage, divorce, and remarriage. And we're going to look at just the first three verses. We're going to dive into that topic. It's not the purpose of our study today. But in Matthew 19, verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, Now it came to pass, when Jesus had finished these things, that he departed from Galilee and came to the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came to him, testing him, and saying to him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? Yeah, what we want to focus on for a time together today is the motive that the Pharisees had. The Bible points it out there. They came to him, testing him. Were they wanting to know the truth so they can be a better servant of God? No. The Bible says the reason they came to him with this question was they were testing him. Friends, that's one example of many of having the wrong heart and the wrong attitude. If we want to know the truth, we have to have the right heart and right attitude about it. If we hear things from God's word that pricks our heart, we can either choose to make ourselves right, or we can choose to bury our head in the sand and ignore it, or we could go on and give other examples. Maybe we just start lashing out at others because we don't like what was said, even though it's from God's word. Let's go lastly to John chapter 19, excuse me, John chapter 9, rather. And let's look at John chapter 9, picking up in verse 18. We'll know this section well, as this was when uh, this young man who had been blind uh, since birth was healed by Christ. And notice here in, Matthew, excuse me, in John chapter 9, beginning in verse 18, the Bible says that the Jews did not believe concerning him, that he had been blind and received his sight, until he called the parents of him who had received his sight. And they asked him, saying, Is this your son, who, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? What's interesting to me, what stands out among many things in this section, is that they never deny that the miracle was performed. They ask here, really, I guess you could say the only only chance you get that idea is here in verse 19, when they ask uh, who, who you say was born blind, because they're trying to, dis, to dismiss it. But then they go on to say, as we continue to go through here in verse 20 and following, is that... Uh, they're trying to figure out how this was done, right? And finally, we find down here in verse 21, his parents say, He is of age. Ask him. He will speak for himself. Because no one wanted to be kicked out of the synagogue. Because anyone who confessed, verse 22, that he was a Christ, he would be put, they would be put out of the synagogue. And so his parents say, He is of age. Ask him. Verse 23 points that out. That his parents say, You ask him. Because they didn't want to be cast out of the synagogue. You might say there's a lesson in poor parenting, right? They would not stand up for their son and admit what was right. Verse 24, So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, Give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know that though I was blind, now I see. And they said to him, What did he do to you? How, do, how did he open your eyes? Verse 27, I told you already, and you do not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, you are, you are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. What were they denying? That he was a son of God. They did not really want to know the truth. This is an example of failure to truly desire the truth. They were ignoring all the evidence because they did not want to know the truth. Instead, they were chastising this man who was now able to see and they were ridiculing him. As we find, continue on there in verse 31 and following, 
They say in verse 33, excuse me, the man says, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. In the verse 34, how do they respond? Verse 34 says, they said to him, you were, you were, you were completely born in sin, and are you teaching us? And they cast him out. Did they really want to know the truth? No. Because they heard it, the young man tells him quite plainly, verse 33, this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And their response was, you're born in sin, you're completely in sin, get out. Friends, those are three very simple, but all too common ways that people falsely try to find the truth. So we must we must approach the Bible with in the true manner, keeping the Bible and its and the verses within it in its proper context. You know, false teaching only gives false hope. And hypothetical questions and hypothetical situations rather, friends, they're just a tool of those who are promoting false teaching. We go back to the Bible, we find examples given, we find parables. We don't find hypotheticals, do we? You know, approaching the truth with the wrong heart and attitude, as we find in Matthew 19, we find these individuals were only testing him. We should want the truth, not simply try to trap those who are proclaiming truth into a corner, because Christ was the one who was proclaiming truth, and they were trying to trap him into some kind of corner. And then lastly, failure to truly desire truth, as those here in John chapter 9 They did not want to know the truth, because when they heard it, they outright rejected it, refused it, and reviled those who spoke it. Friends, let's be those who truly seek out the Word of God, seek out the truth, and do so in a proper manner. Because, friends, it's not what we think is right. What we want to be right is all about what God has said in His Word. And unless we follow His Word, friends, we will never be right, and we'll never be those who truly follow after truth. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.